Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passion, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. Have you ever Googled who are the greatest leaders of all time? If you have not, go for it. Pick up your phone. Pick up something. If you're driving, please don't do that. Safety begins with you. I've I've done that several times, actually. I do it periodically because I'm always really curious as to who ends up on the, the list. And I realize there's lots of different lists online. So, of course, I look at different ones. But for the most part, I would say there's some standards, right, that come up there. There's Nelson Mandela or Winston Churchill, Mother Teresa, um, George Washington. Anyway, go on and on. Abe Lincoln, you know, go on and on, right? But it's usually, here's the part that always stands out to me. It's mostly dead people. It's mostly historical figures. There's not a lot that are, geez, within even the 20, 20th, late 20th century or 21st century. And I struggle. I look for it and I look for it. And I also not a lot of female leaders. And then when it's like, okay, um, let me Google 20th century leaders. Or it tends to be like it just says, oh, okay, these presidents or these prime ministers or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't make them the greatest leaders of all time. It just says they're leaders. They're world leaders. And I do not confuse title with capability or influence because it's not the same at all. People can influence. Leadership is just influence, right? One life influencing another, um, one person, one conversation, one thing at a time. So anyway, I find it funny, and but also super-duper sad. So when I also try to look, okay, leaders alive today, like good leaders alive today, and then it comes up with, you know, some heads of companies, but I really still feel like it's just telling me these are just because it's their role. It just happens to be their CEO. It just happens to be – and I also am not big fans of a lot of the people and the names that come up. I look at them and I think because I feel like maybe the algorithm's interpreting power and position – as influential leaders and people who are good at leading people. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just too, maybe my standards are just too high and my expectations are too high. And then I'm like, you know what? Damn right they are. Because also today, if you look around, and I want you to stop and think about this too, who are amazing leaders that you look around today and see? Can you think of one? Can you think of somebody that you're just like, wow, that person they are influential. They care about people. They um, they put their people first. They're not power driven. They're not. I mean, like think about all of the attributes of everything we talk about in this podcast. Everything you know about what a, a good and a real leader should be, not the conventional thing of what the world says it should be from a power or status symbol. Can you come up with anybody? Man, I struggle truly. And that makes me super sad because I also think about, okay, you come up with some and, and again, who, who are on these lists or 100 people in Time Magazine type of things. 
And then I also think about, yeah, but how many of those people also have just really great people around them that are making them look really good, right? And maybe it's the cynic in me knowing that that's the reality of leaders. They don't do it all alone, but they act like they do. And people give them the credit even when they have speechwriters and, you know, advisors and these circles and boards and people around them that, that give them advice because nobody is successful on their own. And it's always the best leaders, in my opinion, who give those people the credit where they where credit's due. And I would say, okay, well, then a lot of modern leaders, yeah, they don't give them the credit. They don't say. It's like, oh, it's all about me and my leadership. So I was just struggling with this, and I was just thinking about, okay, who else out there? Well, there's also a lot of leadership, like, lesson gurus who maybe are not in these amazing positions of power, but they talk about leadership in – theoretical but from their own experience and you know these are pastors church leaders um you know academics business leaders and also then former business leaders and then write about it later right i mean there's a lot of them or people too like that are researchers like adam grant or Brené brown i think of like simon sinek always has a lot of great things to say john maxwell of course of course um and again they draw from their own personal experiences but They don't end up on these greatest leaders of all time things because these tend to be what the world conveys as like the top leaders. Anyway, you guys get my point. I don't need to keep beating the dead horse. But I find it interesting, and I also find it like, wow, we have a serious leadership gap, I believe, in this generation, the ones that are alive here now, and also the ones coming in. Because if you're looking for a role model or you're looking for a mentor or looking for what an example of what good leadership is, I don't think I see it in the public sphere. In fact, I see the opposite. I feel like there's a lot of childishness, you know, and, and leaders who seem really good and then, then you know, craziness ensues or scandals happen or, you know, just massive problems, not just with business but the people, their employees, et cetera. So I, I can't control all of that. Neither can you. That's beyond our control. But when I was thinking about this, I was like, well, it's probably, not probably, it's what is in our control is our own behavior, our own leadership. And again, you don't have to aspire to be, you know, the incredible, like a world changing, I want to be on the Google list. That's not the goal. The goal is to be a great leader, a leader who impacts in meaningful ways, one person at a time. And to me, those are what end up being the best leaders because those are the people who are going to leave the lasting legacy, not somebody who maybe just climbs a ladder for the power of it all. And even if they are on the Google search or in history books, doesn't mean necessarily they were always the best leader, the most influential, and made a difference. It doesn't mean they didn't either. But again, when I start seeing like in this century and this year, and we're starting to see a real decline and leadership as a value, then it's all of our jobs to step up and say, no, that's not right. We're not going to teach our teams that. We're not going to be that. And we are going to start here and now with our circle of people where we can influence. And I'm going to give you some sips to get you on a start with that. All right, first sip. First, you got to self-request. You got to ask yourself, like truly have a conversation with yourself. What makes a great leader and why? I know, big question, but we've talked about it. So many podcasts, behaviors, what that looks like, 
You need to define it for you though. Write it down and truly answer the why question. What do you think makes a great leader and why? Not what Google tells you, but what you think. All right, second sip. Self-reflect. How do you stand up? And you got to be honest. How do you stand up against these attributes? If you said these are the things that make a great leader and this is why it makes a great leader, then you got to get reflective on yourself to say, okay, how am I doing? What's my scorecard against these attributes? Where could I get better? Where do I have some capacity caps that I need to lift? Third sip, self-start. All right, now what are you going to do about it? How are you going to work on it? How do you evaluate what it is? And then what kind of action are you going to take to lift those capacity caps? Work in your strengths, but also recognize it's okay. We're all human. Our, even our strengths sometimes we dip in because we start working or operating in, our, in a default and inferior function in our heads and brains and hearts when we go through other stuff in our life. I'm not here to get hard on you. I'm just here to get real on you. And I will tell you, it's so much easier to identify the worst leaders, right? And some of the worst leaders that I've, you know, worked with or know are people who do not do these steps. They don't self-request, they don't self-reflect, and they don't self-start. Because it's like they want to plug their ears and go, la, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. My intentions are good, so that means everything's fine. Intentions are nothing if without follow-through and without behavior and without action. So important so you have homework I want to hear about it just keep thinking if somebody was to google the greatest leaders of all time and your photo and your bio popped up what would it say what would it say be the greatest leader of all time to the people in your life it's not about getting the google it's about being the that's those things to the people in your life here today you have the power to make a difference one life at a time. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.